son, where'd you find this? What is up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the How to Malay podcast. It's a podcast about being Malay from Malays who come from different countries. I'm Kamal Hazik and I'm from Singapore. I'm Muzaki Zainal and I'm from Malaysia. And we're back this week. First of all, before we start, I just want to thank everyone who shouted us out during the, the whole the whole week of Spotify rap. Yeah, right. shout out to the fans. Yeah, so people, I do, people who, uh, have them, who have us in their top five for the yeah. year. It's insane. Yeah. This is our first full year of a podcast. <laughs> yeah. And as some of y'all, I think Woo! 15 people have us in the number one spot, bro. 15 people posted. That means, you know, other no, people... No, no, no. So 15 people uh, has us in number one. Yeah. It's from uh, the the Spotify rep for my, uh, as a podcaster. Oh, account. the podcaster is Spotify yeah, yeah, rep. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, nice. The people that actually shout us out, let me just give you a shout out. People like Matt Dan or Matt Dan, one of you. Yeah. Uh, People like even Izati who message us a lot to like yeah. tell us, you know, all of you, Anwar, who's been a guest, yet yeah. still listens. Of course. We appreciate you. Shout out to Anwar. Uh, yeah, so thank you guys for listening. Hey, by the way, Moos, you are my number four. What does that mean? On my podcast listens. Oh, the Mental Pachar Podcast. Mental Pachar Podcast. Oh, hey, nice. That's <laughs> But good. I, I, I never shout out because I didn't screenshot my Spotify rap. That's uh, fine. That's cool, but uh, I, 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 I wanted to surprise you for the podcast. That's <laughs> that's the that was the idea. The matter much podcast. I think last year we had way more people shouting shouting us out because we had a we had a weekly schedule. But now we had, I think, like so there was there was two or three periods where a month without 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 a new episode, and that's enough of a gap for people not to go out. But also, you know, uh, I don't really matter much is not where I want the rankings to go high. I want the rankings uh, to go high for Pimmer Monkeys. <laughs> which Monkeys is the album. Yeah. That one is just the album. Yo, yo some, uh, I think uh, Natra, I don't know if she listens to this podcast. Uh, she might not. Uh, is one of, our, one of our fans of Pimmer Monkeys. And the couple of the tracks is uh, her top five. A couple of the Pimmer Monkeys. Nice. Are, yeah, on the Pimmer Monkeys album. Which right. is not a podcast. It is an album. Go check it out. Search for Pimmer Monkeys somewhere on the spot. On Spotify and yeah, yeah, I'm glad that some of our tracks got to people's Spotify yeah. rap. It's fun. No, uh, even for me, like I, I was surprised by my own like songs and the things I listened to. Yeah, because like you? my thought number one genre for me was Malay hip hop, right? Because <laughs> I like hip hop, and then I don't yeah. know, I, I like listening to Malay hip hop. Is is okay. one of my favorite things. Mm-hmm. But my number one song of the year, number one song of the year for Kamaru Hazi, 2021. <laughs> Is comedy by Bo Burnham. <laughs> <laughs> that was the song I played the most. It's a good track. It's a good song. Yeah. It's so like I I listened to the album multiple times, but how come this one track specifically was my number one play? <laughs> I don't even know. And it's so weird because it's like number one, uh, a yeah. comedy Bo Burnham, and then number yeah. two is like Alif, Adekar Kamendenga, <laughs> number three is I know another Malay rapper. And then yeah. after that hip hop song, and then, but then the number one song was Bo. Mine was Sex Thing by Bo. Yeah, 
<laughs> no, actually, that must have been on YouTube. I don't actually know what my or my rap is because my numbers have been dunked up because mm. my Spotify account uh, used to be for um the Joe Factory things and it's being shared. Oh, yeah. when they play, they play using your Spotify yeah. at the shows. Yeah, so like that is screwing things up a little bit. So I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not sharing it. Cause it's like wait, so hard. Joke Factory is still logged into your Spotify? Nah, not anymore. <laughs> but, but I remember Imagine like, they oh, never, and then you're still paying for their premium. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind paying for just, just you know, don't play it when I'm trying to listen to shit, you know. Or but like then, you know, don't fudge up. Like I'm, I don't want James Brown to be my number one. Every that, the song that every comedy show plays. Every comedy shows. Every I, comedy show. I don't know, but so many comedy shows I've been to has the one, two, three, four, five, dun. The, the James Brown song. Oh. I don't what? know why. Every comedy show plays that song. Especially like for preamble before the show starts. I feel like that's only the Crack House. <laughs> crack House. I think it's uh, Jonathan Atherton's playlist. That's yeah, why. Okay, yeah, probably. Jonathan probably, Edith. right? Shout out to Jonathan Atherton uh, <laughs> who used to help run the Crack House. Uh, and also, I think in Singapore shows because he helped run Comedy Club Singapore, <laughs> Asia, Singapore. So you've just been listening to Jonathan's playlist and you assume that's all... Our comedy clubs. No, because when I do theater uh, shows also, yeah, the song that the audience walked in the room into, like at theaters, it's that yeah. song also. Because uh, Hisri, the guy who runs Comedy Club Asia yeah. Singapore, yeah, he has that same playlist. Because <laughs> that's the, the playlist, playlist that he copy pasted from Jonathan's <laughs> pen drive. Like here you go. <laughs> uh, like he, for, to Hisri, okay, Hisri, we have to tell the audience who Hisri is. Uh, he's really, uh, he is one of the OGs in the comedy scene in Singapore. He's not a comic, but he's a booker. He's a showrunner. Yeah. He's a tastemaker also where he brings uh, acts from across the world to come to Singapore mm. uh, during the time where we had monthly shows, monthly headline shows. His dream booked me to do Beer Fest. Yeah, is, with me. Which, yeah, with, with you. And that was, uh, yeah, uh, shout out to him uh, for doing that. And I do think that I mean, shout out or really shout out to whoever whoever rejected him first go round and had to go to me. <laughs> whoever said no to the show first. And I don't know. Yeah. Um, um he, uh okay. I, I the existence of somebody who's a booker who loves comedy and, and works to book good comedy shows is super important. And because this person should not be a comic, they should not yeah, be a performer, yeah, yeah. they should not run a, a, a physical space, I think. Uh, and I don't know if we have too many of those here in KL. Uh, yeah, comedians book the shows. Uh, I know for the Joke Factory, I was always big comedians because I used to be the booker for, for that place, which ended up with you know bit with me not booking myself for shows a lot. <laughs> uh, and then now it's uh Mike Sadi, one of the local. But it's also a uh, warning I always got from a lot of comics because I was always tied to Comedy Club Asia, especially in Singapore, because that's where uh-huh. I started. And like my allegiance lies with them almost like if they ever want me for shows, I'll do it kind of thing. But I always got a thing from other comics who told me like, yeah, do that, help them out, but don't work for them. Like don't work in the booking part of it. Oh, right. right. Yeah, I understand that because there's a, there's sort of a conflict of interest type shit that happens if you are the booker and you're a performer. Yeah. Which I had to really, you know, struggle with when I was, when I was booking. Well, that ex that were like, oh, Moose, why are you not booking me on purpose? They don't say say this to my face, but I'm sure uh, they do say it. You know what I mean? Why wouldn't yeah. they? You know, because the the assumption is that I the assumption is that I uh if you're not friends with me, you're not gonna get on. I'm like that's uh, not that's not true. Uh, it's it's whether Harry likes you or not. 
that's more. <laughs> you know what? That's actually more fair purely because he owns the place. Yeah, again, I think people who own places should not yeah. also be performers. Should not. <laughs> I don't think so because the, the things that make you a good performer is not necessarily the same thing that makes you a good uh runner running a runner of a business, especially in a business where the the suppliers are you. You know I think I mean? no, you you can own a place, but the person like you should hire people not in company to run it, or in terms of like take care of what? the business. So side. what the, what does owning mean? Uh, keep the profits, ah. So you your know? name is <laughs> your name is anywhere, and you you're not associated with it. This you just no, take okay. the money. Uh, you own the place, obviously. You own the comedy club. Okay. Okay, and then business side, you actually have a person who's in business to run it. Right. Because we know how comedians do with bookkeeping. <laughs> It's a, a long history of uh, comedians fucking that up in both our country scenes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and it's not their fault. They're just not. Why would you expect somebody who's who's compass in life yeah. just to make people fun, to make funny shit happen? <laughs> and then, uh, and most importantly, good with math. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, most importantly, uh, people who are fans of comedy, a wide range of comedy, and not a comedian, books the acts. That's the, I for some reason I don't think we figured out the alchemy yet here, I don't think so because you know I do love there was a period of time that I was the beneficiary of I was lucky to be in the time where twenty four twenty fourteen twenty fifteen when Jonathan was still helping to run the crack house right uh, in Tamantun because having a a person who is a comic run the place is fun because they know what comics need. Yeah, and the place becomes great for comics to hang out and right. and talk shop and just do good work. But I also understand the opposite side of it, where it become it might there's a risk of it becoming a place that can be hostile to people who are not into comedy at all, who we need to bring right, yeah. to the fold. You know, it can get too insidey and too weird. Like, okay, what's what? Why is everybody laughing at everything? I don't get understand. Ah, uh, you know yeah. what I mean? That happened. Like when I, like, like a show is too. Uh, incestuous that it people laugh at the bombs sometimes, and then to the audience that makes no sense. Yeah, and and if there's a uh, but to the audience they build the 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 regulars they'll be great, and then yeah. like people you don't grow the audience that way, and you don't grow as a comic. You don't grow the audience in a, in in a particular way, lah. You may grow in in a, in a weird way, and you're right, the comics don't don't, yeah. don't grow in the right way. So, but that can be held by by performing at different places. Anyway, this is getting yeah. a little too inside baseball. Inside, inside baseball. Yeah. Um, what we're trying to say is, uh, Jonathan's music is the soundtrack to yes. <laughs> to, to, to all Southeast Asia comedy. <laughs> yeah, and, and and we know his top five Spotify rap is James Brown. Is <laughs> it <laughs> <laughs> James Brown? James Brown, and then every uh, time, bro, like, uh, welcome to Aspirated. Get up, get on up. Every time, bro. <laughs> no disrespect to James Brown. No, nah, you know? I love it, but I listened to you so many times. Yeah. <laughs> Before I started comedy, I had no idea who you were. I'll be honest. Uh, my. <laughs> you weren't in my. You know, he wasn't around in my atmosphere. That song. True. And He's then once very, I started comedy, yeah. I kept hearing that song weekly, almost. <laughs> Okay, it was it was it was fun. Oh man, oh. okay. Shout out to Spotify Rap and yeah, the people who Spotify kept this rap. podcast going. Thank you for listening to How to Mulet. Yeah, thank you and, so much. And, and making us your part of your weekly routine. Speaking of weekly shenanigans, come. How was your week? My week has been good. Uh, cause uh, I I I I told the audience last week at the end that like we don't know what was the 
situation with some of the shows I booked for December. Yeah. But I can say now that it's going on because I signed everything with all the releases and all that. Oh, so it's great. Going, going on. That's good. Yeah. So if people want to check it out, follow me on my Instagram and I'll, uh, I'll, 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 I'll tell you about it. I don't know if I'll post the poster because I think Moose saw the poster of oh. a show, a particular show I'm doing. <laughs> and, uh, let's just say uh, tokenism at its finest, ladies and gentlemen. Hey man, get your paper. Don't talk shit about people who give you money. What's this? Nah, about? No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not doing that. Yeah, I, so I'm thankful for the opportunity to perform in front of people again. Yeah, if you're near the that neighborhood, which is uh, do chat. Yeah, do chat. If you if you're a person there, uh, go to your people's association community center. You'll yeah. see my face. Yeah, drop on by, say hello, uh, support the community, and then good times will be had. Jackie yeah. is also there. Jackie is also there. If you if yeah. you if you listen to the more better podcast, it's my one of the co-hosts. Yeah. Close friend of mine. Uh yeah. So I, I got that. I got the books coming up, the bookings coming up. Uh-huh. So that's good. And good. then also uh the what is, like news this week has been fun. Like I I, I get happy. So, so that like we fucked up news why especially because i have a podcast like you know what i mean uh, like I... if it's a slow week uh like it's not particular like it's not that we always talk about news obviously because sometimes we have topics that we want to cover or the topics of the week or we yeah. tangent our way to another part of a conversation uh-huh. but this week oh brah it's been fun huh i don't know i've i've been plugged out i've, I've never, plugged I've, out yeah i don't you know me, I'm trying to not... Okay, so the first thing that I want to bring to your attention... Do that. Uh, 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 the people's uh, most favourite wife of an ex-Prime Minister, uh, Rosma, is in uh, Singapore and is not leaving. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> I know a couple of weeks ago, I don't think we talked about it, but uh, there was a thing where uh, Najib and Rosma got the thing. If you people don't know, obviously, I don't know, people listen. But if you don't know, Najib is the ex-Prime Minister of Malaysia who fucked up their economy because of 1MDB, the whole thing, or whatever. Yeah. So they got the approval to travel to Singapore, right? For like oh. the wedding or for their, for their daughter, for their children or something. And then uh, they, they also have, you know, they have to uh, go back to court, right? But then earlier this week, uh, Rosma didn't show up to court in Malaysia. Uh-huh. Apparently, he's still in Singapore. Alright. <laughs> why why bring up this news to me, man? There's a reason I don't read the news. Oh. I'm not I'm not I'm not out here trying to get psychic damage from, from reading. Okay, for he's a convicted felon. Yes. And he he is given permission to leave the country, which which lets you know who this country is being run by. Right. Right? Yeah. Right? Do I have to draw the crayon? <laughs> I don't have to, right? You his understand, part, right? His party is running it, pretty much. Yes. And so, the, the you know, the, the inmates are running the asylum. Mm. And you're surprised that why? Yes, <laughs> of course. Of course. The wife is not coming over because whatever the fuck. Uh, uh. No, the thing is, every... People watch law shows, uh. Right? And they always like have this thing where you can't have parole, don't skip bail, come to court, that first kind of off, thing. First off, law shows like uh, uh, whatever this, what, 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 Law and Order or law Boston order, Legal. Suits, Boston Legal. Whatever this shit. 
all of these shows that I don't watch, this is all propaganda. Because at the end of all of these shows, it's like, well, justice prevails. And this, this is important. All the different versions of Law and Order, all the different NCIS, Nebraska, and Law and Order, Ohio, and whatever the fuck. <laughs> these are all important shows that they put out to make sure that they are they, they, the majority of the people, the soft power, the media shit, is, is saturated with this idea or narrative that justice prevails. No, it doesn't. No. You know what I mean? The cops aren't always right. The law is not always against you. And and in this case, you know, fucking oh, you you want to go to Singapore? All right, man. Good luck. Have have a safe trip. Don't oh, make, the, make, the billions. Come back, huh? The billions. Oh, you will figure that out later. The billions. But you go here, take care of yourself, huh? The fucking bullshit is this? <laughs> Listen. Also, the idea that Rosema has not left Singapore, I'm like, whatever. But people who claim that it's easy to find here, to find her, no, it's not. Because you think you know what she looks like. No, you don't. <laughs> you think you do. Pull up different pictures. Pull up, pull up Rosema 2012, Rosema 2010, and Rosema 20, 20, 2005, and then see if these are the same people. You, just, you, you tell me if you actually see somebody on the street. You can tell the man if it's no smile or not. You don't know. My guess is she was in the courtroom. And people were like, nah, that's not your nose. Fuck out of here. But you said but, someone else, didn't you? Nah, nah. Yeah, that's not your eyebrow. No, <laughs> fuck. Get out of here. It's a, it's a, that's not your skin. This. <laughs> Come on. Where's your um, real wife? Also, like, I honestly think it's, it's not hard to find her in Singapore particularly. Why? Okay. Because what there will be somebody's machine know where she is, and has to know. Okay, and snitch. Okay, Singaporeans will snitch, snitch on Malaysians. Singaporeans will snitch in a heartbeat, in no matter who it is. Okay, I'll take the axiom, and I, I, I uh, that's fine. But will a machine snitch on another machine? Ooh, okay. Ah, I no, think so. Ah, <laughs> but you have to approach it in like a. You have to, we have to hire a, a machi for the police. They don't have no machi in the police force in Singapore. Come on, bro. Nah, but for this one, because you for need the, the insider no. info. But Singaporean police have no incentive to to shoo out somebody who is known, who is known, who is <laughs> is about to go to jail for spending a lot of money overseas. All Singapore right. people want Rosma here. <laughs> you you want to keep Rosma where, where, where she is now. Just keep making the money. Yes, okay. Wow, you, Rosma, you haven't got... Oh, that's poor poor thing. Oh, well, your face is dropping off. You need another face mask that, that will help you. <laughs> this is this is from Birkin. This is, this is Hermes face no, mask. You know what? I, I just had this image where you know how like a political... like uh, People who are in trouble for their political views and all that seek asylum in different countries and stuff? Yeah. Rosma can actually seek asylum from these luxury brands because <laughs> what I swear to God right now LV is hiding her in their basement because she has spent so much money with them that they're like you know what we need to protect this asset of ours I, I we grant I, her we grant her clemency that's not how I any, know of, any of that works <laughs> but I understand what you mean these multinational corporations have a vested interest in keeping yeah. her keeping her shopping and keeping her on the streets you it's, know how uh, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier yeah. Uh, they keep hiding in the different. I forgot what the, the the group was called, but they kept hiding them in different different like small safe buildings, houses, safe yeah, houses. Yeah. These brands are doing that for her right now. <laughs> okay, she's right now. She's in a Hermes safe house uh-huh. at the top of a tower here in Singapore somewhere. 
Oh boy. It's fucking disgusting. Also, oh. keeper. She's not <laughs> She's not doing anything. Because if she's for not us. in Malaysia, she's not causing any trouble. Yeah, she's not. Whatever. She's spending whoever's money of Because let's be real. If she goes back, right? Huh. What are the odds she actually serves hard time? She is on trial and they let her go to yeah. Singapore. Think about what that means. Nobody is not on her side as far as judiciary concerns are. People are the reason people are talking about this at all, even is because some journal journalists have journalistic integrity and are willing to report on actually the facts. Right. Because otherwise, you know, where is the trial? Bullshit. I hate it. Speaking of asylum, there's some. I just remembered this right just now as we're talking. Something happened to ABC, right? Oh yeah. Oh, that weirdo. Yeah. Okay. So you might know more yeah, about okay. this than I do. So, uh, okay, people. Uh, Amos E was this like prodigy in Singapore almost. Okay, people forget that he was uh an actor booked by uh Jack Neo for a lot of the films back in the day. Ooh. Like he Who's was in Jack a lot. Jack Neo is a, a well-renowned like in Singapore one of the like biggest directors. And production company people that do a lot of Singaporean movies. Cool. So this kid, because he's so well spoken, yeah. as like a kid, he got booked for no, no, really, he was okay. Yes, an accent, so he got booked for a lot of these shows. And then wow. for and then in his teens, he started a YouTube channel mm-hmm. where he basically uh went against the government here, okay. criticizing Lee Kuan Yew, criticizing the regime, calling it an authoritarian thing. Like it was the first. Sort of like our like loudspeakers in terms of going against the establishment, and he was uh-huh. still a youth, right? Right. So there was a split between people liking him and hating him. But then international groups, a lot of people around the world, especially for like uh free speech movements, free speech groups, were yeah. like supporting this kid because it's important to support free speech. First, right. So he got this well. He got this. Uh, he got into trouble. Went to court in Singapore. Where like he was going uh something like defamation and like disturbing the peace that kind of shit lah. Yeah. So he got big here for like being this loud mouth, to the point where he got slapped by a guy openly heading to court. Like people hated him. Some people hated him to that point. <laughs> There's a famous clip on YouTube where he gets slapped by like this significantly older guy. He's still like a like 16, 17 year old at that point. Uh-huh. A man walked up to him and just open palm slapped him in the face. Yeah, because of like is, this amount of trouble he caused, like the amount and, of and, and the guy, we don't know him because it's scot free. He's like, okay, sure, <laughs> right? Uh, I don't know. I I think no one followed up. I don't know. Yeah, but... yeah, nobody gave up. Like, uh, okay lah. <laughs> he's an old man slapping a child. That's something that happens in Singapore. Also, <laughs> it's cool. So okay, so his case got so big that uh, he seeked asylum in the US, and he was granted asylum, so he stayed in the United States. Okay, right. So he kept doing his YouTube videos, and then one, one like a couple of string of videos, yeah. got like a uh, Singaporean's attention, because he was a proponent of uh, like for pedophilia. He was fighting the case that pedophilia is okay. Wow. Yes. Okay. Right. That should have planted seeds of like yo, this dude is nuts right now. Okay. All right. Okay? But people were just like, oh, okay, whatever. He's still free speech. He's not doing anything. Uh-huh. But. Uh, people in the US then uh, he got arrested for grooming and asking 14 year olds to send him nudes and all that 
right? And then when he got, uh, when all of his stuff got seized and checked through, they found child pornography and all that. Ah, bruh. And then, no, oh. but then, right, that all happened, it's all fucked up. But then yeah. in Singapore, I remember, I don't I forgot who, but one of the ministers here yeah. called out the Singaporean uh, supporters of him. Oh, where, where the, the, I forgot who it was, but he said pretty much like, uh, oh, back then you were so noisy supporting him. Where are you now? In essence. I'm not saying that's what he said, but that's the gist of what he said. Well, we can't support him now. Yeah, video. we can't support him now, but back then, it was a free speech matter. Like, of course, yeah, you support yeah, yeah. him. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But like, you can't call it like, ah, see, ah, dulu bising sekarang lah. Siapa, rasa, siapa makan cili, dia rasa pedas lah. Eh? That's what he went for. That's not an argument right now. I didn't know he was a pedophile when he no, was 16. You must understand. Free speech leads to these kind of things. <laughs> At first, you're just going to talk back to the government. Then you talk back to the law. Then you talk back to police. Uh, now, uh, now you talk lah uh, lah. Uh, see? We try to keep you safe, Singapore. Understand this. <laughs> if no, your kids start, start talking about free speech, just, you watch out. You watch and see. Uh, you wait and see. You see it become beautiful. <laughs> Dude, like, Amos <laughs> fucked it up for a lot of people, like, honestly, because he also, oh, in the middle of the whole thing, he was, uh, there was a period of his YouTube posting where he was atheist, right? I mean, he is yeah. atheist, lah, but he was a proponent of spreading atheism. So he was, he was not just athe- like an atheist, he was anti-religion, ah. right? Yeah. Which is a mis- like people kind of get this too confused a lot. Like that's because you're atheist doesn't mean you're anti-religion. Yes. But this kid clearly was. Because he was like uh, tearing pages of the Quran and peeing on it and shit. Like he did all this shit. For him. <laughs> it was wow. That's amazing. why that's why that, that when that guy slapped him, a lot of people like, eh? Oh, right. Okay. Because he rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. Yeah. Okay. Right. Right. right? right, right, right. And also just because you are a proponent for him to have free speech doesn't mean you support him. Also, that mm. was also an argument that was brought up. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, of course. Like, I agree with his right to say whatever he wants. With this speech, but not. Yeah. Yeah. But doesn't mean I support his views. I just support the fact that he's support he, he's allowed to say it if he wants right, to. Right. Right. And this is what he was saying when he did the video. I support people who are pedos. I myself not <laughs> I, I don't think he ever said he wasn't a pedo. That's a thing. I don't know if he ever said it. I don't know. But we clearly now know he is. So Oh boy. He's in uh, uh, man, you are uh, man America. I'm sorry. <laughs> This is uh this is tragic. We do not support whatever it is that, that he's doing right now. Uh, uh pedophilia is uh, indefensible. Indefensible. And oh, I, I, I will say this though, as a as a guy, uh, I think any person younger than me is dumb and stupid and disgusting. I do not want to fraternize with them. Can I just? <laughs> I think saying that puts me in the clear. Yeah, right? I'm younger than you. And I'm not even saying that, you know, as a bit, I'm saying this from the heart. You're younger than me, come and Loki. I don't enjoy really spending time with you. <laughs> 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 that feels gross to say. Uh, it's not true, but you know what I mean? Like, people younger than me. No, no, I like, get it. I don't mean that I hate y'all. I, I mean that there is a, oh, you're not done. You don't know. And that, and that for that reason, there's a ceiling of how much time I'm willing to spend with you. And doing certain things Yeah You know what I mean The only thing I would do To somebody younger than me Is tell you what's coming <laughs> What I think is coming Your way And then if I'm done saying that I'm like alright I'm, I'm done It's also a thing where like uh, You know how 
I like when I I people support like or listen to punk music, right? Yeah. And usually a lot of them are, are like people younger will always start listening to punk and then so I for me is like if you're really about that punk life in my in my head, yeah. I need you to see I need to see you like listening and supporting punk movements and punk things until you're above 27. If you continue to do it, then I know you're for real about that life. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? Like, ah, uh, who's the 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 cartoonist in Malaysia? The uh, guy that I got got the uh, Fami Reza. Fami Reza, yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I watched like a lot of interviews back when he was still doing like he was in trouble a lot. He yeah. was talking about listening to punk music. He was all about that life, like anti-authoritarian and all that. And a lot of people do do ah like anti all this shit when they're like in the twenties, early twenties. Yeah. But then eventually they work, they get families, and then that sort of life kind of pass by. Yeah. So I know like you know about that life really. Like you just you want to know something interesting in your early years. I okay, go ahead. Right? Finish your, finish your argument, yeah. Yeah, so for me it's like if you're young and you're supporting all these things, I agree. Like you can support do whatever you want, but I'm not going to take your opinion seriously lah right now. Because a lot of your ideas no matter how good or bad they are, it's yeah. half cooked in my head. Okay. Right? So like after I need you to I need to see you go through some shit. Mm. And then see if you still with that life. I disagree with that a little bit. Okay. My, th- my thing about the 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 youth and the idea of pedophilia is to me, like younger people are gross, like physically. <laughs> you know, like like, like their ideas I have cooked. Yes, but also this means that whatever I'm getting from them is not a full version of what I can get from myself. You get what I mean? Like if I can articulate, uh, or like if I can express things about myself better than you can, then I don't need anything from you. Yeah. So this is what people feel to me. I don't get it. Like getting nudes from a kid is gross because they're not done. Like it's not. You know what I mean? They're, it's in the oven. Don't fucking open it. Yeah. It's not. It's still the stuff that needs to happen. Until you can, you know, until things can, things can <laughs> Wait, go well. Are you saying uh, kids what? are like half-cooked chicken, like still raw in the middle? Kids are raw in the middle. <laughs> have you ever accidentally, have you ever like, you know, like shook a kid's hand? It's like, whoa, what the, What is this? It's too many bones. Like you haven't, you know, your ligaments aren't doing shit yet. You watch kids play in the playground and just hit each other and like, Run around and like fuck. You are not built proportionately. You know your eyeballs still running. Are their body moves in a funny way because like they have. Yeah, it's not the proper been, ratio yet. Yeah, yeah. The <laughs> the out of proportion. Your head is too big for your body. Your teeth is too large. Like and you say stupid shit. You're just trying it out and like the nine and ten year old will swear a lot with each other and they don't even know how to swear good and you're like oh you're trying out all of these still you don't know anything so until you're like twenty five. Until your brain is fully cooked, I don't want anything to do with you at all in any capacity. But the ideas thing, the punk thing, is a different thing. Where I think the the the, the thing that happens to people is they get a family. Yeah. And if you get a family, the hardest thing to do is to get everyone in your family to be on your side with your stuff. Okay. If you have if you have a whole family and they're all punk like you. Then you're you're fully with it, but if you have a family and you're punk, but then the wife and the son and the daughter has the blah blah blah, you have to think about their safety. You have to think yeah. about their well-being. You no longer you have to dilute your identity a lot. 
Because especially yeah. with a family, the, the yeah. term like, you kind of gain more responsibilities, right? And yeah. then sometimes you, in order to live that alternative lifestyle, you have to be irresponsible. You, you have, have to follow certain like, what society claims to be like, responsible things to do. I think it's not you have to be more responsible. I don't think people are irresponsible when they when they when they are let's say a forty year old punk. I don't think if you're forty year old and you're anti establishment and you are you know you're 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 uh, loudly fighting free speech or whatever mm. or you're doing you're going towards a movement and 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 I don't think you are irresponsible. Yeah, I think what happens is when you have a family, your sense your your responsibility meter now. Is spread out. Uh, you are now responsible for your kids, responsible for your car, your job, your blah blah blah. And also the, the 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 responsibility shifts. So like maybe your family takes top rung now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So if anything below that counters like the safety of your family, then nah, you wouldn't do it. Right. Yeah, so I like so like people who are you know people who are less fewer dependents and more free willing, they can be responsible for a higher. Uh, uh, purpose and they can dedicate more of their time and energy uh, towards that and I think that's what happens when you get also married. I guess when we talk about uh, like the youth usually they, they they start you know how people always say like youth will always start the revolution or like something revolution and it's always to do youth <laughs> is our then like next revolution or some shit yeah okay I it's purely because like they don't have all these other things to worry about revolution is a young man's game something. yeah something yeah, to the extent because their whole life is consumed by that one thing. They don't have like, you know what I mean? Because everything will come after you. They will come after your job. They will come after your family. They will come uh. after your livelihood, which is your job. They will come after who you are. <laughs> they come after where you live. You know, if you are from Arizona and you have a family and then, you know, your kids see the cops knock on your door every week and steal your little laptop and take away your laptop. You're like, you won't feel safe. <laughs> you probably grow yeah. up a little weird. So, uh, but because of there being families who took care of their kids, their kids can then grow up to be these kind of, you know, rebellious ah, people yeah. who are champions of free speech and whatever, because they have a backing of people, of people who care about them. Uh, and that's a different responsibility thing. You know what I mean? That, yeah. Uh, um, yeah. You, when you are a family, if you are a family, people who are listening have families, you are, you are, I know you are taking care of the next generation. You know that you you believe them more than 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 you your your mission is on hold. Your mission now is to complete the missions of whoever. Two you're doing four or five missions if you have four or five kids. You know. All right. Yeah. So yeah. Then, yeah, and that's great for you, but you know that's not not very punk. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's AMC, yeah. Yeah, AMC. Oh, that, that was a whole. I remember that. That was. That was a couple, like a couple of years of just like, uh, the world's eyeballs were at Singapore. It's depending on how they deal with this kid. But now, uh, he's a pedo. Yeah. So that all went to shit. Thanks, kid. <laughs> Thanks so much, Amos. Uh, that's that's the thing about it. Is a man. You don't. You have to figure out your own morals. You know how hard it is. <laughs> You know what I mean? Because like, you don't have a religious like view of what morals is. You don't have a manual. There's yeah. no you don't have a book. If you just have a book, see? All the other religions have a book. <laughs> just, just read uh, the book and it'll be fine. But you're like, no, I don't need books. Yo, who are these deluded people having his stroke in the desert and they think they no, see really? God? I don't believe in them. <laughs> I believe in myself. And I believe I can have sex no, with 14 year olds. 
stupid. I remember like when I was going through the uh like atheist thing where in my head where I, like, I wasn't anti-religion. I just like had to figure out what religion meant to me kind of period in my life. Yeah. Uh, I remember a lot of the arguments for atheism at that point was because, yes, religion, a lot of people, the argument would be it guides people's morals, makes you do good things because yeah. you want to go to heaven. Yeah. Right? So the atheist argument was always you do good because God told you to and you want to go to heaven. Huh. And uh, it should be you do good because you want to do good because that's the right thing to do. Yeah. Right? That's the atheist mindset for like doing good deeds. But this guy just like, bro, you just set back everything for like everyone now. People are like, see, ah, no, no moral compass. See what happened? <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Like, bro, the thing you're fighting for, you set back a lot, ah. Yeah, especially for especially in the Singaporean context. Yeah, because uh, it's still like a fight between because there's still uh religious like really religious people, but there's also people growing up now who have a more no, I wouldn't say atheistic, but like agnostic view of the world where like they kind of know yeah. that God exists, but they're not going to subscribe to like a, a monotheistic religion uh-huh. that's been Singapore kind of thing. Yeah. So this guy just set all of them back. <laughs> well, like, bro, see, eh, if you're atheist, you pedo eh, later. Don't ah. I, it's very, I remember it being a little weird because ABC was quite... I, what I remember of the, of the few, uh, of the several years back, <clears throat> he was anti-Christian Yeah Anti-Islam and also Anti Okay Yeah well, I, Okay I, He was anti-Christian Right And anti-Islam yeah. But the anti-Christian thing To me was a little weird Because the backlash Which is what, what I heard From an anti-Christian Because I don't perceive Singapore To be a country That is that has a religion At all You get what I mean Yeah it's not I mean I You guys because... don't have An official religion Malaysia no. does we have an official religion. We have, you know, a symbol of the religion allegedly on the flag. And, you know, our sultans are supposed to be uh, paragons of, of their practicing religion. Right. And for that, for that, a lot of the political uh, maneuverings are religious related. The identity of a Malay is tied to your religion in some yeah. ways, in a lot of important ways, actually. So I understand that. But like for the atheists to be so. Uh, uh, enraging to Singapore confuses me a lot. I did not peg Singapore to be religious in any sort of way. So that was weird to me. Uh, no, I think it's because he was just like like any kid, he was angry at what he was raised in. You know what I'm trying to say? Like he... he oh, oh you're, you're projecting. <laughs> uh, maybe. <laughs> but I just, like the, especially when I, I like when the videos were out when I watched it years back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, I, I could, I mean, I couldn't sense lah, but I sense that it was more of not people like he was angry at Singapore. Mm. I mean, when, when it comes to the religious post, huh. he took the religion as it is, like in terms of the global scale of things. Because when Islam, Singapore Islam, there was yeah. never like a at that point like terrorist connotations to it, right? But he was bringing that up, and that is more like an international view of. What the, yeah. the the like Islam is in terms of wrongfully being viewed as, right? You know, okay. so I think that was more of the thing, but also because he was so polarizing, like he he's that kind of person where he made twenty five bad points, but one really really good point. <laughs> you know what <laughs> I mean? Like, okay. and you're just like, bro, because you had these other twenty five bad points, right? 
that good point you actually had now falls under a bad point also. Right. Yeah, so the view of like free speech and all that has now fallen into his atheist runs, into his pedo runs, into, you know, all that thing. So like, fuck, bro, you ruined it. You dropped the ball. That's the thing about being an atheist. It's actually harder than, than, than being a, 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 a... Yeah, of course it's harder than actually than, than having a religion because having a book it's not just having a book, of course. Having a whole community whose job it is to find the moral center of, of, the, of, of, the, of, of the readings and the studies of how you're supposed to practice the religion and whatever. And, and the actual sort of ethical considerations of what the rituals mean and what the community, uh, what the community encourages, that helps you form a moral basis that everybody can agree on yeah. and that you can even progress on if you're smart but like just being atheist to me the being atheist is such a such hard work that's why that's why more, more people are agnostic than they are atheists yeah because i don't think it's just I don't know, that's like agnosticism it's like eh. right like it's got i don't know maybe that's the agnosticism but atheism is no there's no god yeah and, then, and it's like okay and then what? And then, Nila, you do your own arguments and then you become a pedophile. It's such a fucking... Uh, you're right. It's such a... It's such a... Uh, it ruins your whole argument. Amos is uh, gone. He's gone. I mean, not that he was ever really with us. He's with... Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? Anyway. So uh, that's yeah. what I found out. <laughs> that, <just laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. that I forgot to forgot to write down. Oh, man. Uh, even... Oh, yeah. What's that? Oh yeah, one thing I wanted to brought up was the that you like. I really want to get your take on about the Malaysia uh, building a new tower. New tower. Yes, yeah, son. I think it, it, they're going to build a thing called the Manaro Merdeka One One Eight. They're going to build. Let me see. Manaro. Okay. What is this? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Oh, is this the one that still hasn't been finished? The one they they have built. They they did build it already. It's not done. Uh, but it's going to like... Uh, I think... <laughs> it's not going to be the tallest building. I don't think. Because that's still Burj Khalifa. I'm guessing. <sighs> but it's going to be pretty high. At like... Close to 680 meters. Okay. Right? And I'm like... Do we need this right now? At this like... Because I know the government has been like fighting... To have this project completed. When people are like... Just no Can you just like people are hungry right now? We still have first? we still have and will continue to have because nobody's trying to beat us at this. The tallest twin towers. Yeah. We still do have that. And I understand when it was first built, but when Kiao Tower went there and then the Twin Towers were first built. I remember this because I remember I was alive and, and I I had cognitive powers at the time of this, of right. the announcement of this. <clears throat> and then how it made the news and made you know part of our curriculum to learn about it and that was so that Malaysia has a skyline and has something people can point to like because back then Malaysia wasn't anything there was no yeah. we were the we were about to go out we were the Asian Tigers but just about in the, in the 80s it was us South Korea and other countries that right. I remember and we were like, okay, if we build these towers, people remember us for the towers, and that'll be great. And it worked in some important ways. Like, if people do remember that or us for that, and that's kind of fine mm. because now you have that. Okay, great. Now we have an identifying marker on the map 
who we are. We when you open up the you know the cartoon atlas to show your kids yeah. about the world, you can have the twin ma- twin towers um in Malaysia, and then people will be like, oh right, there's the country. No, Wait, before you continue, I always I always believe that especially for like the marketing of like if you want to make your country for tourism, right? Yeah. Marketing is really important. First. Right? And Malaysia always had the Twin Towers wherever they post like maybe Truly Asia or whatever yeah. marketing yeah. they put it. Singapore yeah. does the same thing with the whole MBS and Singapore River. That's yeah. plastered on everywhere that Singapore's trying yeah. to promote com- coming to Singapore. Yeah. But the thing is, if you already have that, you don't need it again. That's the thing. If you now you have that, that you're done, right? You have that. That deal done. Okay. Now work on your other shit because the other shit is not doing great at all in any capacity. Yeah. I would say, but of course, we know they're not going to do that because, again, as we've covered, there's a guy who stole every one of our money, every one of us, our money he stole. And then he bought the most bullshit things. And it's not, it's not him, of course. You know, there's the other fat. Guy, the Chinese guy with the glasses, <laughs> who we still can't find, Jolo. We don't know where the fuck he is. Yeah, allegedly we don't know, and um, he's the one who pay like what six figures to so so that Paris Hilton shows up somewhere. Yeah. The fuck. Mm-hmm. The, if you ever read Billion Dollar uh, Whale, I, oh, I, I I I had I to read. A good thing was the uh, Hassan Minaj show where they. Featured particularly one episode on one MBB. Yeah, yeah. I read the book to do Harif's one hour on it, and uh, the stuff he paid for, bro. Like of all, just fucking, you paid money Sigh. for Par- so Paris Hilton to show up somewhere. Do you bought bus? They bought Buster Rhymes to promote Barisan National. What the <laughs> fuck, bro? That's not for your audience at all, uh. That's not what you bring Buster Rhymes for. Barisan National. <laughs> like, no, what? BN turn up No <laughs> What do you mean What the fuck The side <laughs> thing Was stupid Also Sai. And everything uh, It just Fuck And Okay So all that is happening And the guy The one guy we know Who's, who's related to this shit and, 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 and About to be convicted We We told him He can go overseas And chill While his trial Is still continuing that means the is run by crooks. We're not gonna get anything done. This is why, you know, I want to leave. I'm still trying to figure out how to leave. This is why Jason Leong, our boy Jason Leong, is leaving to go to Singapore. And uh, yeah, this is uh, it's it's all garbage. So this is why I don't read the news. No, okay, but the, like uh, when Singapore built the uh, the the MBS, like you know the the. the Tree building with the fucking ferry on top, kind of Marina, Marina Bay Sands. Yeah, Marina yeah. Bay Sands building. You can build these kind of things for marketing and your like to show off to the world yeah. as a luxury. Like yeah. before that, everything else you must have like some economic boom where like this shouldn't be your main priority. Don't buy a Mercedes. If you're still living in public housing PPR in Malaysia, yes. If you, if you. If you don't show up and deliver my McDonald's in a BMW, that doesn't work. <laughs> that doesn't, you know what I mean? The math, the math isn't working right for yeah, you, bro. Like, That's cool. not okay. But why? What's going sick. on? Like, yo, if you go and pick a girl up, and you're you're in a a, a fucking Porsche, right? Mm. Pick a girl up, and then you go home, and your house is in fucking shambles. And it's like, it's a thin roof and there's buckets catching the rainwater and you're like, here's my mattress. Like, okay, 
some money decisions are not being well spent You don't have a bed. It's a mattress on the floor, sir. <laughs> no, like, you could have not paid for one of the rims to have a bed frame. Yeah, but like, you listen, didn't do that. But the guy who stole my money needs to go to Singapore, so I let him go. <laughs> See how dumb that sounds? That's the entire country right now. This is why. This is why oh, I don't know. God. I don't know what you think. I don't know what insight you expected to get to gain from me <laughs> finding out I... about this bullshit. Because Madara Merdeka is dumb as fuck. Here's the thing about Merdeka. Also, it's not Merdeka season. I know, but this is something like like I I I I. I, this is an insight I just formed pretty recently. Like people want to say that okay, Monica, we're independent from 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 you know the British and Japan and whatever. Yay, hooray, Monica! <laughs> but we still have this is the weirdest shit. We have Ben's Independent Grocer, which is uh, you would be familiar with this. It's near IKEA and IPC. Uh, ah, yeah, at right? Weaver, near the Weaver. I don't know what the wave is. Mall. Like, okay. I don't know wait, what the wait, wave wait, is. Wait, is it? Uh, E-curve. Curve. Yeah, curve. Uh, the wave model. Curve, yeah, curve yeah, yeah. Yeah, the curve. Uh, and there's Benz Independent Grocery there. If you go in there. Right. First of all, we know Benz Independent Grocery is like the Atas Grocery. Fine. Right. But then you go in there, there's the section called the Malay Corner. <laughs> Which, oh, What? Where are we again? Oh, we're in Malaysia. Okay. And there's the Malay corner inside the Malaysia Independent Grocery. Which, me, which, and in this uh, Malay corner, is all the regular ass spices. Jintan manis, jintan putih, and like little spice mixes, like little ulam for a karambu and shit. But they're all like times six, times ten the price because we are catering to the white people right. who are in here. That's fucky. That's still, we're not independent. Or the super but, rich Malay people who want to feel white. If you super rich, you want to feel white and you come here, the fuck is wrong with you? Don't do this. Why do you want to feel... Well, no, no. The super rich people won't come here because if they want to feel white, they just go to the white places. Right. You, you send your daughter to UK. Yeah, like you, your, yeah you yourself yeah. go and you feel white, you're fine. You won't go to Benz Independent Grocery and then find another section where, where Malay, Malay food is suddenly exotic. It fucks my brain because this place is only... It, only, it has this entire aisle for cheese. Okay, alright. That's weird. Then that's fine. But then you also otherize Malay food in here. It's insane because because you can drive to Pachala, which is right yeah, by... But white people are scared to go to these markets. Dude, you can just go to Pachala and then get this shit for free if you're nice. <laughs> <laughs> but you go here and it's times 12, times 6. Like, the fuck? And then they draw the little wow. Next to Malaya Corner, like, oh, how exotic. Like, the fuck, bro? I thought we were free from countering and glad-handing and grandstanding to the white people. We're not. Because, you know, the idea of financial, oh, well, financial, but the idea of, like, like um, a country having its own, you know, independence meaning anything is not quite the thing you think it is. We're still bogged down and tied by the actual things that, ruin, that rules entire groups of people multinational corporations. Yeah. Because, you know, it's a gigantic thing that we all slaves to. I mean, and I we can don't still, like it. We can use the argument for Singapore also. But in the in terms of because we are so, especially Singapore is not even like, there's a reason why people call Singapore itself an MNC. Right? Yeah, yeah. Thomas State Holdings. Yeah. Singapore itself <laughs> is a company. Yeah. Right? Even our history, like especially with the kowtowing to white people thing, it applies to Singapore because we are still... Like we should like every time 
a lot of countries, even India, right? Whenever they, yeah. some people do still kind of kowtow to white people after they leave. But because, like, the, the identity of Indian people is to, like, fuck English people. You're fucked our country up. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Which they did lah because they colonized yeah. you and then took yes. your spices went back and all that that's fucked up to your diamonds and shit yeah Singapore we let we, we still have the statues bro <laughs> dude we're still like no we shouldn't put take down these statues Sir Stafford Raffles is to be remembered forever what a great man yeah what a great man this guy was where like bro you fucking took so many people out of their kampung houses bro <laughs> And ruin neighborhood. And then we thought it was already, but like the way you guys solved the problem when everybody around the world were tearing down the colonizer imperialist statues, and and Singapore was like, "Yo, we have raffles. What do you do?" Like, oh, wait. The solution is put statues of the other races. Also, <laughs> that's your solution. That's such a Singaporean thing, because the Singaporean thing is like you guys have no culture outside of outside of whoever whoever happened to just drop by the island. You know what I mean? No, but I also think because this points back to the MNC thing where like we cannot upset anyone. Yeah. Because yeah. everyone can make us money. You are a port yes. town who, that are just by by luck and hard work, you guys are now a port mega, mega city. Yeah. But like, you're still a port. If you don't do port shit, which yeah, is allow, need- allow everybody to do whatever they kind of want, yeah, you, you, you can't be who you are. Yeah, which is also why like, I kind of understand it in a way because growing up, especially uh, taking this subject called social studies, right? Yeah. Which means I, I, I cannot explain what social studies means. Like, just, it was a subject we learned. Did you go to class? Yeah, I got A, bro. <laughs> it's fine. Straight A's back then, you know? Right. No, but uh, one of the ideas that uh, uh, always hopped on was like globalization and all that, huh. right? And especially for Singapore, the way we did it was uh, focused on the port mainly. Like that was... Uh, like a, a huge percentage of our, our income uh, yeah. that, that led to us being prosperous and shit. Yeah. And that was all about us never stepping on anyone's toes. Yeah, you guys, the, the success of a port, anything is whoever comes through you, you make them money. Yeah. That's it. So I, that's why also like when people say it's kowtow, it's not really kowtow because at the end, it's... It's it's a weird thing where like yes we are kowtow because it looks that way lah from everyone else like bro yeah, yeah, yeah. this motherfucker took over your land and you left his statue there what the fuck are you doing <laughs> yeah, like, yeah he yeah. took all your culture away yeah for you to like but then if the other side which I also understand is uh the only way we can be better is if we make more money and they can help us make money yeah I understand that yeah <clears throat> and also because without them you guys have nothing and I don't say this. To be disparaging or to be had. No, no. Oh yeah, okay. That's the thing I want to bring up for the, yeah, the thing also. Uh, right. for social studies was because uh, natural resources in Singapore is limited as fuck. That's why we are a pot. There's yeah, nothing here. Literally, no. You guys don't even have land. Yeah. Technically, <laughs> yeah. No land, no water. So we had to do it. That was no our... airspace. Yeah. Yeah. So the only way that like, we had to do was like, we need to be useful to other people. Yes, we can't do anything. You, out of you it. need to be useful to everybody. Yes, that's the that's the like the extra little caveat because you don't have to just be useful to like three allies, you know, three countries who are your nearest allies that you you just 
trade these resources and then you'll be done for centuries. You can't even do that. Yeah. You have to be like, okay, literally everyone who wants to fight, no, you come here, we chill. Yes. <laughs> and then everybody makes sure everybody makes money. Make sure everybody makes money. Meanwhile, the fucking thing in Malaysia is that make sure the Malays get money. Yeah. <laughs> because it's a, because it's a monarchy. It's a sultanate, right? And because it's a constitutional monarchy, and 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 the, we still have this musical chair ongoing situation, right. so make sure the Malays get money, and that's that. And because of that shit, we can't really, you know, succeed as far as 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 far. There's always a ceiling. There's always some bullshit that we need to we need to go through until yeah. until we have murdered all of the sultans and we <laughs> end all of the lineage. Keep doing this. What? Just kill everyone. <laughs> Yeah, no, not everyone. Just you just end the lineage of the that's end the bloodline of the sultans, and then we'll be okay. Just no more sultans, and then we'll we'll be garbage for a long time because yeah. everybody will fight for whoever still has the money, and then uh, we'll figure something out. Uh, we'll 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 take another three generations, and then we'll be Indonesia. Yeah, but you will be long gone. Me, me yes. personally. Oh, of yes. course. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying this to for my benefit. Uh, for just, all uh, the yeah. country's benefit, the country's benefit because as I after I die, I'm still gonna be Malaysian, and it's not my choice, you know. The grave was, will be there. Fuck. Yeah, <laughs> my, my grave will be. Or my, my, I know I was born in Malaysia. I can't. I can't scrub that off. So uh, at yeah, least yeah. have the uh, at least have the country be not not world renowned to be run by crooks as it is uh. right now. Because the because you know the way that the international news is covering the fact that Najib is allowed to go to Singapore is saying you know the bubbling ex prime minister of Malaysia is boom 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 the picture they use is Najib like you know just full gout and just puff, <laughs> puff cheeks like <laughs> like can we for the next prime minister just somebody who doesn't who has never had gout can we just have that. I don't can we have even... like one Okay can we as I'm Malaysian <laughs> But I have one minister With like you know A jawline Like chisel Like you know <laughs> Like when he says something Like even if he says It's bad Like I can agree with that He looks good Saying that Can we have one Prime minister <laughs> You know who ha- Who can talk And then you know Who has the done presentations before And who has a Has a, has a policy Has has a thing to do You know Can we not have somebody Who's had gout three times can we never? I would. I'd want a prime minister who I never learned about any of his family members. <laughs> like I don't want, he, how he talks about his policies. Yeah, I don't want job. to know anything. I don't want to know the scandal or whatever the fuck. I don't want to know how fat the wife is. I don't give a shit. I just want to know that he does but good how job. To, how am I supposed to vote for a person if I don't know his daily schedule? You know, if I don't know what he eats, if he's, is he like us? Does he eat uh, nasi kanda with like us? No, we don't know. That's some stupid shit, man. Huh? Uh, boy, this is garbage. So, no, the best part is like, uh, especially when it's uh time to get votes, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, this politician, especially in Malaysia, acts way more Malay than they've ever had to act. <laughs> like you know, they spent weekdays back then in golf courses, playing with other, like showed up to golf courses in a Velfire, and they have yeah. caddies, have. Golf slaves carrying the fucking their their, their sticks. Can we talk, can we talk about? Wait, do we talk about golf already? No, we talk, talk about golf as a sport. Golf is not a sport, first of all, because it's the only sport where, like you say, it's the only sport where regulation you need a slave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Like you can't do the job of you can't play golf unless there's somebody else carrying shit for you. It's not what are you working out then? What what part of your body? Like at least every other sport, the slave part of it is the uh, serving the game itself, not a particular person. What? Like <laughs> football, you have a ball boy there. But it serves the you know you don't need you don't need a ball boy come on uh, yeah I mean you can, the you pandemic can, has taught us that dude you, you can, can put a ball on a cone and then people can go get it themselves that's what the pandemic has taught us you don't need a boy sitting there holding on to one ball hoping that uh, the ball goes out that side so he gets to throw it to you yeah again <laughs> like like also it's not a point. you can play street football and it's fine you can't play street golf you can play mini golf. Mini golf is not a street. You need to build your own clown <laughs> and you have to make your own makeshift windmill. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Nobody's playing mini golf in the streets. You know, <laughs> golf is not a street game. If you want to play sport, make sure you can play in the streets. And if I need a prime minister, I want the prime minister from the streets. I don't need a prime minister who has a welfare. <laughs> I need, but... like they, they, they'll play like they, this golf thing and all thing, right? And then when it comes to like voting season, election yeah. season, yeah. they go to Warung that they've never been to a day yeah. in their life. Yeah. <laughs> they look uncomfortable sitting on a wooden bench. The rider, the ride up is like, oh, this is my favorite pisangoreng place. The fuck out of here! You you haven't eaten pisangoreng in years. You don't know what the fuck Your it is. Pi- like last pisangoreng was cooked by a personal chef. Yes. Okay. Don't. It wasn't in a communal walk that all the pisangoreng. It was uh, made in a frying pan, sir. That's how you know. Yeah, this isn't true, but it is emotionally true. Yeah, <laughs> it, is, it is metaphorically true because this is this is what's happening. We know the seven hundred ministers uh, <laughs> that we have now are all serving each other, and the the, the panic of, of the country going to the toilet is not going to reach them for a generation to come. So they're not in it. They're not in a hurry to fix to fix the problems. Yeah. That's why. <laughs> Oh, Dude, but like fuck. speaking of like prior to this, people wanting to leave the country, uh, fucking grab, it's also went public. Oh yeah, like, shout in, out to uh, grab in the I think uh New York is it New York Stock Exchange? <coughs> yep, that's yeah, yeah, right, yeah, Nasdaq. That's so they went public there, yeah. and the whole time like my timeline, especially with like Ma- Malaysian comedians. Yeah. Has just been like shitting on it because a lot of articles in Malaysia are like Malaysian born grab yeah. or whatever thing. Yeah. But like it's in Singapore, right? Grab. <laughs> yeah. Like it's ours now. Like you know, you Grab gave, is ours you, now. Okay, here's the th- here's the real thing. My friend had a I don't uh, she was one of the either one of the board members, not the board members. She was one of the person who was super early into my taxi, by when it's called uh-huh. my taxi. And then it turned into grab. I remember her posting about it. I'm like, what is this service? And then, you know, we, uh, she felt, oh, you know, blah, 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 blah. And then Uber, blah, blah, blah. So, <clears throat> so deep in the game. And uh, I've heard so early about the problems with trying to get support and funding on I the federal money. level. Yeah. Uh, here in Malaysia for a lot of different reasons. But also, you know, they're regularly sealing the, the, the ceiling that we have. <clears throat> the batik ceiling that we have, <laughs> the batik ceiling, which is which is the Malay people who want to eat yeah, off Malay of your face bullshit. The head of it. Yeah, just just the you know the the face of the Sultan on the wall, lah. And ah. it's the and 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 I mean I I know it's not a direct problem as that you know a lot a lot of other a lot of other issues as well, but you know infrastructure wasn't solid enough to financial infrastructure wasn't solid enough to support them, and so they had to go to Singapore and to to get support, right. and. 
most of the the help that they got was from how easy it is to do business in Singapore mm-hmm. and how Singapore uh, recognizes as it has had to do for centuries see somebody who's trying to make money where they are and like we'll help you make money and then they did and then now they're great and which will never happen in Malaysia and it's also like happen. because I think in Singapore is the ease in which you can conduct business like a, yes. another business can talk to another business like almost one to one there's no need for like I need a Malay face to it because that company, like you have to have a Malay top head so they can talk to each other, nah. shake hand in a boardroom and get the deal done. Nah. It's like, nah, it's like, I want to work with this company. Let's talk, bro. Talk, talk, yeah. talk, money exchange and more oh, I can grow. Like, it's yes. a, like, a, like a phone call kind of deal, right? But then, <laughs> I think we, we talked about this when we were bringing up the topics. You said that uh, <laughs> Grab is like the, the girlfriend. Oh like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. You you can't say Malaysian born shit because Grab has left us yeah. and it's now with Singapore. Grab is in Singapore now. We need to move on. Yeah, and we, to, and yeah, we, we married to... Grab. Okay. Singapore, yeah, you guys, we, you guys, got, you you guys got the dowry. Yeah, and then you guys paid, and then now, nah, you reaping the benefits. Yeah, of of getting to. We just had our first kid in in New York. <laughs> you know, we, it's our first born child. It's not yours. Yeah, you can't, we, you can't claim the child now because we, we can't post on Facebook. Oh, I'm so glad that that you're growing now. I had to let you go and to focus you, on you me. You should have been mine. <laughs> nah, you can't claim that shit. Done. You're done. You're done, Reggie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Kim's not yours. Okay, it's not yours. So yeah, you know, done lah. What, what are you gonna do? And now, right? Okay. So every country is good at something. Yeah. Even if country is shit, it's good, at, it's good at something. And if you're here thinking, wait a minute, Moose is saying only Malays get to succeed and if only if you're well-connected Malay, you get to succeed. Yeah, but that doesn't explain why the top 10 richest people are, you know, are, 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 are non-Malays mm-hmm. in Malaysia. How, how about that? Well, here's, here's my counter-argument to that. Malay, the, the, the people who also succeed, and remember, let's remember, it's true that non-Malay also did succeed in getting the most amount of money out of Malaysia and that man is Jolo. <laughs> Which <Yes>. means <laughs> Malaysia is actually one of the best places to succeed in crime. If you're somebody who's trying to exploit people, trying to swindle money from the gullible motherfuckers who have money, right. come to Malaysia. We have so many royal, royal people with free money not knowing what to do. Go with a good-looking presentation. You know, we can't just be the... Jolo is not a one-hit wonder, you know? That's true. Come in with a good presentation with some Arab guys in your backing and you'll be all right. Make sure you forge your documents right and you can also, one day, you know, pay six figures for Kate Upton to show up to your... Bar club bar, event. I don't club know, whatever. Event, whatever. Yeah, to, to your, 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 your nephew, Pujisunat. <laughs> your, your nephew is Kuduri Sunat. You pay six figures, get Dave Chappelle down. Yeah, you know? yeah. You can also do. You this. can also pay money, okay, to get fucking Chris Rock to show up to your Kuduri Arwa to yes. pray for your dead grandmother. Yeah, okay. You can also do this as long as you swindle the right Malays. You can do it because if anything, this country is full of people who have way more money than they have brain cells. And it's yep. time. It's time for you to no longer. You know, you can make back. Just be a so, criminal. 
Yes. Just be a criminal. Dude, you can be convicted. You can be on trial right now and still have fun. <laughs> and still have fun in Singapore. You, you always have Singapore as a backup if you ever need to hide. Yeah, if you ever need to hide, you have money, right? You make the money already. They caught you, right? Okay, bring that money to Singapore, spend it in Singapore, come team. Because you know, even if you get in trouble, you can just say that uh, my, my son is getting married in Singapore. I have to go. Yeah, oh, okay, lah, okay, lah. Okay, salam, son, eh. okay, salam, eh. yeah, okay. <laughs> my son's getting married in Singapore. I have to go. We already booked Jay-Z. And <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's going to see light at the, at the, at the Walima. So I have to go. Lah. <laughs> I just imagine somebody do the silat. Talk to me, man. It's your boy in the building. <laughs> As it, it's it's like with the movements. <laughs> yeah. Hove, hove in the building. Yeah. <laughs> this one can be visual also because we're doing silat moves. And just imagine Jay Z doing silat moves. By yelling out his catchphrases. Yeah. Or at least whatever he says in his voice. Oh man Oh It's lit Just bring Travis Scott Travis as well. Scott. <laughs> Travis Scott is in some deep water Come to Singapore bro Straight got up this. Okay Travis I know you're a little A lot of shit in US right now The whole festival thing Didn't go quite as planned yeah, If you're right? being sued And you're, you're on trial Move to Singapore a bit Just come bro Just go to someone's Kenduri and be like Yo I'm here to do performance bro, I want to carry a bunga manga Shouting out it's lit Okay yeah. <laughs> Oh <laughs> uh, yes. So that's my message to people wanting to succeed in Malaysia. Be a criminal. Be a criminal. That's the only yeah. Yeah, you can that's the only, you, yeah, yeah, only way you can succeed in Malaysia. Make Malay friends and be a criminal if you otherwise, you know, you gotta go to Singapore. If you have a good idea, come to Singapore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, come to us. We will we'll guide you. We'll do uh, things right. We got the things set up for you to succeed. Yes. You know, just hire some of us to work for you and we'll be okay. Ooh, just yeah. your your capital you make in Malaysia. Make in Malaysia shake, first. Yeah, by, by shaking hands. You, the only way you can come here is with money first, lah. They're saying that. You have to have the money first, then come here. Then we'll help <laughs> yeah. you out. Like if you come here with nothing yeah. and just a good idea, no lah. We don't know if the idea is good yet because you never made money from it yet. That's why. You know? You came here, if you came here with my taxi, we will laugh you out of the building. But you came here but, with Grab and yes. a bunch of active users and, and already a good pitch that somebody mm. said no to. You'd be like, all right, why did they yeah. say no? No, not enough. Tools. Yeah, not enough Malay people. Okay, no, no, that's sorry. Not to worry. Singapore doesn't give a fuck about Malay people. Yes. <clears throat> we just yeah. give a fuck about money. Yes. So it's not even like, you know, it's not that they're pro-Chinese. Okay, but Chinese will make money. So we are pro-money. So we hired them. Yes. <laughs> that's the only reason. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> the rock is in the building. <laughs> You're still in that on that shit, <laughs> dude. I I want to be married and have uh Jay Z uh, as one of my witnesses when I <laughs> okay. <laughs> sa? Sa? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. That's right. Oh. <laughs> so I want okay. I need this. <laughs> I uh, oh man, dumb. Uh, uh anyway, if you're still listening, uh, I think Singapore uh is leading Myanmar right now. So the, uh, AFF Suzuki Cup is going on. Oh, 
Wish all the best to the Singapore team. Uh-huh. Okay, please succeed and do whatever you want. But you know, I'm a, I'm gonna watch it. You don't care about football at all, lah, right? World Cup only. World Cup only, because you want to yeah. see who will go to war in the next year. I this the easiest. I can only stomach that for for you know once every four years. <laughs> I, so, can't, uh, I can't do. I mean, right now as we're recording, Singapore is up three 0 against Myanmar, and it's halftime. Let's go, Singapore, right? Because. Oh. Let, okay, and also let's not celebrate. It's fucking Myanmar. They're going through some stuff. I don't think football is their number one priority right now. Oh. Okay, we should win. Malaysia's playing Cambodia tomorrow. <laughs> Care about that? Oh fuck! That's why I brought up football because uh last week, fucking KL beat Johor for oh, yeah. the and then you all got a holiday and people are upset. KL got a holiday. Yeah, KL got a holiday yeah. and then people are like some Who's people. Upset? Uh, who are like we, this uh, I saw something. I, I remember feeling good about it because my drive to work was <laughs> less jammed. Cause people like, are holiday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But wait, but shit, that was. What was the complaint? How are you complaining about getting a day off? What's this about? Uh, I I saw that. Let me find why. Uh, you sure it's not a Singaporean person? No, 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 no. Complaining no, no, no. about not having, <laughs> not not having business on 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 Friday. Ah, uh, where is it? It's legit the first I've heard of people complaining. I know people say, <clears throat> um, uh, oh, oh, great that KL, KL wins over JDT. I know uh, the guy doesn't like it, the JDT boy, the, yeah, the royalty. The, yeah, the uh, prince <clears throat> of the Johor. Prince, prince of Johor, who is, who is famous for being a dick. Um, <laughs> humble though, you know what I mean? He's a humble dick. Piece of shit. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if he's a piece of shit, but he is, he is a dicky, dicky boy. And um, he uh, was uh, trying to, you know, make yourself feel better, as you do when your team loses. <laughs> but like, <laughs> but like, okay, well. Okay, is it yeah. bad that I didn't know KL as a team? I just thought KL just support Selangor. Oh, okay. The first part is not that bad, not knowing that KL as a team. Yeah. But the second part is rude. Is it not? Take... I thought KL Why? is KL is Selangor what? No, no. <coughs> Excuse me No because <laughs> Moose is sneezing a lot right now <laughs> KL KL is uh, Used to be part of Selangor okay. Back in the 70s probably But now Wilayah is its own uh, State mm. So they should have Also KL own. is a state Oh yeah I think we talked about this KL is a state yeah, of its own Yeah KL is its own yeah, because see, I don't know that they had a team, so I just assume they supported Selangor. We would not support Selangor. I say we as if I'm from KL, I'm not from KL, <laughs> Selangor boy. But I don't think they would support Selangor. Why would they? Right. <clears throat> um, uh, what? what? Uh, yeah, so JDT got beat by, by, by KL, and they were the better team, I think. JDT was the better team, I think. From, from their, just my understanding of what, how people talk about it, JDT uh, played better or something. But KL still still won, and then they got the holiday. I don't know, but people pissed off about getting a holiday. That's uh, I not... think I just saw something like, I I I can't remember what I saw, but something about how about schools. Like it's a holiday, and the last thing we need now is another holiday. The last thing we need now is another holiday, dude. That's very Singaporean. That's other Malaysian, eh? Not wanting a holiday. <laughs> By the way, Malaysia has a lot of holidays. If you if you angry at a holiday, Listen, I, I think the last thing a Singaporean would say right now is to have anything to do with KL winning. The Piala Malaysia <laughs> or whatever yeah. it's called. Yeah, unless you have family in KL or you bet money. But like, uh, 
you know, which is basically a good thing to do to bet on sports. But like, yo, if you're a Malaysian and you're upset that we have a holiday, that's you, bro. You are un-Malaysian. Huh? Can I just say this? Where is your spirit of patriotism at this time? <laughs> Just let also it's only KL people, uh, it's uh, not even a bunch of yeah. And the thing, especially in Singapore, we the key is to not give too many holidays. <coughs> oh, of course, okay. you need to keep everybody happy. Haraya, you get one day if yeah. it's like, depending depending on your luck. How many days if, you get for Chinese year? Okay, Chinese year, I think two, two days. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, but right. the thing is, it all depends on when it falls, <laughs> okay? Because if it, if your, your holiday falls on a weekend, yeah. good for you, your Monday off, okay. Very happy for you. So you get three right. day long weekend. But if it falls right. on like a Tuesday, Wednesday, that's just the holiday. Ah. Right. So like, Tuesday, got to work. Thursday, you got to work, son. Sorry. Really everywhere, just like, please, a ah, weekend holiday, please. Ah. Like, that's the key in Singapore. Like, just please, ah, please, just fall on a weekend so I get an extra day off. This what happens when you try to please everybody who travels to Singapore from different time zones and have different work hours and shit. You know, uh, you got to placate everybody. Yeah, that's what you get <laughs> You know You can't get You know Everything can't be good Where you are I'm willing to sacrifice Some uh, holiday days If I ever Move over to Singapore And figure shit out But you know If I do ever get to Singapore My schedule will not be Worky schedule <laughs> <laughs> Just do whatever you need to do To be here yeah. Whoever you want to come Please you're welcome Just come with money And good ideas That's what I'm saying I have one of those <laughs> Just come with money, good ideas, and you'll be, you know, we will be accepted. All right. Okay. And that's the key, you know, people. That's how, 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 if you want to live here. Mm. And you're welcome anytime, anyone. Okay. But mm. this podcast, you don't have none of that. You just come and listen, and we'll accept you gratefully. Yeah. Look at that. Look at that. Let's transition. Thank you for letting us be, thank you for having us on your Spotify rap, you know, yeah, making, making us part of your week. Uh, we, we we appreciate you for hanging out and uh, yeah we, we love y'all thank you yes thank you so much for listening uh, yeah Moose you have anything you wanna plug yeah uh, this podcast is going out December 8th right uh, yep okay so that means December 9th which is tomorrow I will be at the safe house uh, KL uh, uh, which is above Mount Lana in Tamantun. I will mm. be performing a set. It's an open mic, so I'll be trying some new. I'll be trying some new shit, but it's me, so it's gonna be some fun stuff. And then December twenty third, I will be hosting uh, a, a, an event at the Joke Factory. Uh, it will be Matsaba headlining. And uh, yeah, that's that's the shows. If you want to support me directly and more of my shenanigans, go to patreon.com slash pinball monkeys. Um, that is pinball like the game and monkeys like the animal. You know already probably patreon.com slash pinball monkeys. A lot of free stuff on there. Support us for as low as five ring in a month. Good content for good people. Improvise comedy goodness. And that's all for me for now. Right. If you are uh, still listening and you want to support me uh, for shows, I have two gigs lined up for December. If you want to, the first one is a Juchat Comedy Festival, the inaugural one. They're hosting it uh, where people of Juchat, the People Association of Juchat are putting on a comedy festival. And I am on the comedy night with acts like uh, Jackie Ng. Uh, and other well-known people. If but we had a stand-up, so if you come and you want to watch stand-up, that's me and him. 
but there's also people like Wang Lei, Marcus Chin, Lun Rui. Pe- listen, you don't know. If you're listening to the podcast, you don't know these people. I'll be honest. <laughs> but they're popular, okay? But you, you want to watch that, it will be on the 11th of December. But if you want to watch it online, it'll be on their Facebook. Do chat our homepage. You can watch it there. Or go to my Instagram to get links. I'll post it out on the day itself. Or uh, I'll be doing like a longer set than usual. My first time in a while and it's going to be fun. So check that out. Do chat comedy night. Uh, and then for another one, if you want to watch me online also, I'll be on for the Tampines uh, Youth Festival uh, where you can watch me uh, perform from home on, on your screens. I'll be from home also. So don't expect me to be dressing up. I'll be in a t-shirt. I'll be real. And you can watch that. Uh, just follow me again, everyone. Just follow me on Instagram where I'll post all this out. And that will be on the 16th of December. So get oh. yourselves ready. 16th December. 16th, 17th, and 18th December at PJ Pack. Our boy Jolo. Our boy Jason. <laughs> Jason Leong will be doing his one-hour show. Kitty, go and check that we'll out. Check all the material, out. All new material from, from Dr. Jason Leong. Uh, and some fun people will be uh, opening for you. Oh, I know so what that means. Go and check that out. I don't out. know if you know what that means, but I know what that means. Yeah. So check that out. So uh, go, go and check that out. 16, 17, 18. Tickets are selling fast because it's Jason. Of course, it's Jason Leong. Yeah, guys. yeah. So check go and get tickets. Go get tickets. Don't you worry. You know what? Catch it. him oh. soon before he becomes Singaporean. All right. Dude, before <laughs> he breaks open like Nigel. Before yeah. he gets expensive. Because this yes. is still affordable. Because now he still hasn't made it to Nasdaq yet. He's still he's in his my taxi phase. Yeah, the tickets are from 70 ringgit. It's very affordable. You go and check Nigel when you ticket rapper, Nigel. Oh yeah, Nigel's and, coming to uh Singapore and Malaysia. I think yeah. like, three digits. Yeah. 128 is the cheapest. It's like it's like Damn. watching Kanye. Damn, bro. Yeah, and it's Nigel. I've seen it. And we, dude, Nigel was 2018 or 2019 at the joke party for 50 bucks. Yes. So this is your is, chance to do watch that first, like that yeah, Nigel, yes, but in Jason but, form. Uh, now Jason, you already see this Netflix. Go and watch his his uh, his live uh, uh, special. I, you know, while he's still affordable, he will no longer be affordable for a very long. Yeah, so, go and do that. He's on yeah. the cusp, so please catch him before yeah, go, you can't afford to. Okay. Yeah. All so, right. Support local comedy. Support it. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode, and we will catch you guys next week. Bye.